0: Welcome to the Tech Ranch. Now, here is your host, the guru of geek, Marlo Anderson.
1: We're going to talk about uh, gasoline vehicles versus electric, EV vehicles. Yes. And uh, part of the reason we're doing that is because, oh, good Lord, can anybody afford to
0: buy gasoline right now? Well, I thought it was, I've always wanted to do this in a thoughtful way. So we're just going to have a conversation. I've been writing down some, you know, things (laughs) I've been able to accumulate in in, uh, factoids here in the last 15 minutes, you know, so I'm so prepared (laughs) for today. (laughs) But I've I've always had this in my head about, is it actually more efficient... Uh, or a more cost-effective return on investment, I guess you could say, ROI, if you buy an electric car over a gas-fueled vehicle? And what does this mean for our country moving forward as well and the costs that we're going to incur as a country because we're gearing up for this? So Big picture. Big picture. So so we're going to talk both about what it means for you and I right now And then what it really means over the next maybe decade or two as we get ready for the conversion to electric vehicles.
1: You know, I can help with that, too. Yes. Because coming up at the bottom of the hour is another code word for 10K for a rainy day, which 10K could offset your gas prices or help you buy an EV vehicle. Yes,
0: because you need that extra 10K to buy the EV vehicle. You do. Yes.
1: So listen to the bottom of the hour, another code word coming up on Super Talk 1270. Um. So input costs. That's one of the things I always look at is input costs. And and you know where I've been for decades on energy is um, I usually have about a five-year window. Uh, You can help something along for five years and then get out of the way because either the private sector needs to innovate and make it functional um, or you're, you're precluding innovation from taking over. And that's why the subsidies price supports mandates things like that 5 years and after
0: that move on right so you're you're at the point right now where we should move out of the way of of renewables get our uh, wind and solar uh, because we're subsidizing the the production of those right right now. and right. if they
1: don't stand on their own two feet then guess what that's not the solution right right so we should move on now when it comes to ev vehicles in just to play devil's advocate, from what you've said on past programs, with hydrogen flying cars, is electric where we're going to be, or is it just a stopgap?
0: I know, and, and I don't know the oh. answer to that yet. I have a feeling that science is going to catch up with this sometime in the next five or ten years, and we're probably going to figure Super this out. But five-year th- I know, yeah. but this, this is the scary part about this, is that are we... Are we gearing up for this this change over to electric vehicles? Which I'll probably scare you in a little bit here when it comes to what we have to do to make this happen. Um but for you and I right now, maybe it makes a little sense. I don't know. Um and I'm not I love electric vehicles, by the way. This is not that I'm you know, when I'm when I'm talking about this stuff, and I know you do too, there are some things about electric vehicles that oh, are just oh, awesome! It's all torque. They're it cool. is. It is like you know, zero to sixty two point eight seconds. Are one, you kidding me? I would me? have a lot of speeding tickets. Oh my goodness! And and they're
1: so quiet. And you know, yeah, I, I, you know, I, it's I, a new I, car every day. You get out, get up in the morning, go out to the garage, it's, and it, it, it's a new vehicle because it downloaded all kinds of new software. Right. Right. So
0: you get a new vehicle every day. Who doesn't want to buy a new vehicle every day? It's not of, have to buy it. It's cool. I mean, there's there's no doubt about mm. it. You know, but but. Uh, um, does is the ROI really there for a lot of people? so well, I mean, and,
1: and the things I look at are input costs right um, You take a look at a wind farm and, and the input cost of making that wind tower doesn't ex- it exceeds what the output cost is over do the you, life of that asset. Do you know what that is. Oh, I used to know the numbers offhand, but it... it Maybe it, on the break we'll look that up yeah, because I'm it, curious about that. It, it was like 20%, but that's okay. where the subsidies and the mandates come in because the subsidized part is what offsets that cost. Right. And as long as the subsidies are there, then you pull out the private sector's innovation factor right? because why would I spend money on R&D when you're giving me money to produce something that, okay, I can break even with this subsidy. So that's one thing I'm always cognizant of is input costs yep. and then the output costs and where is it viable, where's at least the break-even point.
0: Right, right. So the first thing, you know, is, is always the cost of vehicles to, to me. So. All right, one more
1: thing I have yep. to interrupt. Yep. So vehicles.
0: Yeah. Now, we typically are talking
1: gas, cars, trucks, SUVs to yes. Electric cars, trucks, SUVs. Yeah, so we're going to
0: be trying to talk. We're going to try to talk, you know, kind of a, a lateral type of. So if you if you drive a truck, you know, like a pickup truck, consider this, you know, in your life that we'll be talking about pickup trucks for you. Or if you drive a car or an SUV, so we're going to try to talk about this in a way that's comparable to what you currently drive.
1: Because when I think about it, I, and when you say EV, and I think vehicles. Uh, I'm thinking of all forms of transportation, whether they're electromotives, which the railroad uses, which is a combination, it's a hybrid, they're electric driven, but they've got. To charge the battery, right. so diesel this, this, this engine.
0: This will be strictly not a hybrid right. at all. This and I'm thinking aviation, you, yep. and I'm
1: thinking, you know, where's that component for getting from point A to point B if I'm going to fly somewhere? So when I think of vehicles, that's so we're not gonna, what we're talking about we're today. We're
0: just talking about, because you're right. I mean, all of that will add to what I'm about ready to Things share on the road
1: you. precluding your flying cars. Yes. Yeah, yes. but yeah,
0: just just, <laughs> just replacing the vehicle you have right now yes. with an EV. No public transportation. No electric planes. No electric semis. You know, none of this stuff, which is all happening, by the way. Uh, it's just that we're just going to talk straight across the board with what you and I uh, will will need in the future or we'll be using in the future, and what it's going to what we have to do as a country to gear up for this. All right, so. Just a little teaser now. Uh,
1: Tee this up where we're going to talk after the break.
0: Oh, let's see. So, a vehicle that's an EV is about 10 grand more. So, how many miles will you get out of fuel before you burn up that 10 grand?
1: And then we'll get into purchase price, tax credits, everything else All that, of that comes into too. that as well.
0: All of that, yes. Okay, I'm just throwing that out there because you're going to be surprised at the at you're really going to be surprised at how far you can go on ten thousand dollars.
1: Well, and the other part of that is where do you live? So we're talking about here in yep. North Dakota yep. with our electricity costs, because yes. you go to other parts of the country
0: and those electricity costs are much higher. Much higher much, much higher. Yeah, we're actually ranked 49th in the country as far as electrical costs goes. Only Idaho, I believe, is just one-tenth of a penny less than us.
1: And the reason for them is they've got a ton of hydro. They do have a ton of hydro
0: over there, yep. Uh, You know, uh, we
1: looked it up, and the federal tax credit was up to $7,500, but you thought that changed. I think, I think that it changed did too. this
0: year that there is no f- tax credit. I think dropped
1: anymore. it, though. I think it just changed. It kind of went to
0: state by state as well. I see. I will have to look that. Yeah. We'll have to dig up that. We'll, we'll dig a little more. further yeah. into yep. that.
1: Uh, but gas versus electric, uh, we're talking some different costs. Now, if I plug my electric vehicle in and we're just talking, say, gas. Yep. Uh, if I plug my electric vehicle in, whether it's car, truck, SUV, into the wall, it's going to cost me something. Yes. Uh, if I go to the fuel tank, it's going to or the gas station, it's going to cost me something. For example, I just filled up my SUV a week ago last Sunday. It was a hundred and eleven dollars. Right. And it was, I was on vapors. Uh, but that was a twenty-nine gallon tank, hundred eleven dollars. Yeah. Okay what's the cost if I drive the similar amount of miles with that electric vehicle in the electricity cost
0: so at <clears throat> do you know what you get for miles per gallon right now
1: uh, about 18 so 19 yeah. if I'm nice but I'm not okay so
0: so you know this this is this is a tough question but I'll give you kind of a basis here okay so at at, if we're at $5 a gallon and you get the average MPG on a car that they that brand new cars that are coming out right now, uh, the government... In which they lie. They lie. And but, they're
1: deceptive yes,
0: because but, highway is at
1: 55, not 80 or 85 right, like everybody right, drives.
0: Right. But they're saying it's 24.9 miles per gallon, which... You know, and it depends. You know, you get 18. I know people who have cars that get 30 or 35, you know. So I would say 25 is probably a good average. Um, So at $5 a gallon, it's $20 or 20 cents a mile to drive. Of course, when it's $2 a gallon, then it is, what, 8 cents a mile to drive? So gas prices will make a huge difference when it comes to you choosing between an EV and a gas powered vehicle. Um, you can get into the conspiracy theory. Maybe it's not. I don't know about you know. There's a purpose behind why our gas prices are being driven up, and it's because some people want. The theory is, of course, that people want us to move to electric vehicles because it's better for the environment and all this good stuff. That's a whole nother program. Yes, it is. So yes, um, because we're just comparing apples to apples today. So. Uh, 20 cents a mile at 5 cents a gallon at $4 or $5 a gallon at $4 a gallon at 16 cents, which is where we're at right now here. But there are parts of the country it's 6 and 7 dollars a yes. gallon. I mean, I was just in California. It's not hard to find $7 a gallon gas. Just telling you. It's not hard. Ouch. Even in Vegas, it's just over five bucks a gallon, so it's a, over a dollar more a gallon there. You know, which is kind of amazing to me too. But um, so it's twenty cents a mile to drive. Electric vehicles will cost you four cents a mile to drive, if you're paying the rates that we pay in here. North Dakota. Now in California, um, that rate would probably be twelve cents a gallon or twelve cents a mile because their electric rates are three times what ours are here. So. It just, all of it depends on where you live and all this good stuff. But in general, across the country, okay, we have, okay, so across the country, and I'm really going to get into, I'm looking at all my little notes here. Um. So so the cost per mile driven is less with an electric vehicle across the board. Right. For fuel. If you already own this vehicle and you
1: already own this vehicle yes. and it's your cost of operation.
0: Yes then electric vehicles are actually less per. But then you get into that an electric vehicle usually costs 10K, approximately 10K more than what the actual... If you had the exact choice between a gas-powered and electric vehicle, it would be $10,000 more. It's kind of like having a gas versus a diesel. Right. It's about $10,000 more for that diesel motor. Right. So at $5 a gallon, that means that $10,000 at 25 miles per gallon that you're driving... You can drive 50,000 miles before you actually have eaten up the, you know, supposed savings that you have in the have cost, and the cost uh, at $5 a gallon. Now, if it's $4 a gallon, now you're at 62500 If you're at $3 a gallon, you're approaching 75,000 miles before you even make up the difference in the $10,000 that you pay in the difference. I don't know many people when they buy a car that they even keep it for seventy five thousand miles anymore. Most people are a lot of uh, people don't. they're like in a three, four, or five year rotation if you're driving fourteen thousand miles a year. But again, electric's got, different because
1: it's kinda like getting a new vehicle every time you go out and start. So, it up. so
0: people do hang on to their, yes, their electric vehicles longer. There's no doubt about that. So um, so you have you have that. It just it Which takes then a long brings time. Up the
1: question of the longevity of the battery.
0: So that's a great question. And most batteries now have an eight-year warranty replacement on them. So you're probably, if you're going to keep your car longer than eight years, then you will probably have to change that battery. And battery prices have been dropping, not significantly, but they have been dropping. They're
1: expensive.
0: They're expensive, um, you know, in the... A couple of years ago, they would run about $100 per kilowatt hour for a battery. Most cars have between 50 to 100 kilowatt hour batteries in them. The average is 50 to 80. The one on my hunting tricks dead right now, and I got to replace that. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to that. Well, but you're, you're talking your start, your yeah, regular, battery. Just regular yeah, battery. Yeah.
1: yeah. Not the big one in right, an electric right. vehicle.
0: Which takes the whole bottom of the car, by the way. Yeah. So.
1: Which brings you to the point, though. If you're looking at 60, 65,000 miles, which most electric vehicles aren't driven on the highway. You're just driving them regionally close yep. and around town. How long is it going to take you to get to that 62,000 miles, in which case now you're going to have to replace that battery
0: because right. it's been over the seven or eight years. Yep. And, so, and, and, and I don't see the savings. And batteries are interesting because a lot of it isn't about the amount of times you use it. It is to a certain extent, but they also have what they call calendar dating with batteries, which means that they start to lose potency or whatever you want to call it. Maybe that's not really the right word, but you know what I mean. The strength that they have, right? Um, so and, program brought to you by yeah, Viagra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and there goes my chair. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> We and have, we, we, we and have, I am actually stuck in my chair. We, I, I, I did that last
1: week. We have these tricky chairs. It's, uh, but that's too funny.
0: That is
1: uh, – that's something to consider when you're looking at these vehicles. Yes,
0: yes, it is. And then
1: right now we don't know what the future looks like with batteries and the availability of all the rare earths that it takes to make a battery. And, right. And that with what's going on in the world right now well, and, is
0: – and China, unknown. China has gone crazy with the yes. the uh, um, you know grabbing up uh, lithium all over the world. You know they, I think they control ninety percent of the lithium uh, that's currently known in well, the in, world. In
1: Canada, they don't control the lithium, but they control the mining rights to that's the correct. lithium. That's correct. Which is crazy to yeah. me. It's like you don't own it, but you control the mining rights right. to it.
0: So they, they they've been really aggressive in acquiring lithium. And, you know, the person or the country or whatever who controls the fuel controls the world probably. You right. Know? So that's, that's what you have to look at. But again, that's another program. So um, so getting back to the cost of the battery. So basically, if you have an 80 kilowatt hour battery, it's going to cost you probably about five grand to switch it out. So another $5,000, you know, at about the time when you've used up the amount of, I'm trying to think about how to, how to say this properly, but is it kind of
1: yeah. like your cell phone where you get basically so many charges on it?
0: It's not so much the. I mean, the the calendar dating is a thing. It actually, you know, over the years, your batteries. You know, there's a reason why there's a um a expiration date on batteries when you buy them. I will have to say, I have to apologize when that chair incident happened in here. I totally lost where I was at when I was, what I was talking about. So hopefully it didn't sound too confusing at the end of the break. Randy, we should just
1: put up a wall of shame.
0: Everybody who's been got, we got
1: new studio chairs and where the handle is, it's on the front and and the back of your calf can hit it. And last week I actually got locked in the chair because my legs were crossed and in the little foot poop and I got locked in the chair. So... We should put up a wall of shame. You well, should. it's
0: an initiation. When yeah. you're a guest on the show, you have
1: to go through that initiation you do. of, of so, the
0: falling chair. So now I've turned it to the side a little bit so I don't uh-huh. accidentally hit it again. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. That's, good, that's good planning yeah. right there. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, we're talking about electric vehicles. And, you know, I I think it's probably close to a horse apiece if you're going to keep a car for 100,000 miles. If gas stays where it's at. And I don't see why it's not going to. Okay. So because... You're
1: right. When we were talking a little bit earlier, there's a vein of those in current administration who don't want to see gas prices and fuel prices go back down. Right. Because they want people to go, oh, okay, I need to get an electric vehicle. Now, if you start talking about uh, middle class and in lower income individuals, they'll never afford an electric right. vehicle. Right. So, who are you hurting? Yeah. Is the question. So. For me, it kind of comes down to, yep, the novelty's there. It's cool. But is it where we're really going to go or where we need to go? And and I keep falling back to hydrogen, which has kind of been a, a mythical beast for quite a while. Yep. But we're getting there. A lot of investment in North Dakota right now on hydrogen. Yep. Um, so at some point, I think it'll get there. But in the meantime, uh, it comes down to how do you want to feel about yourself?
0: So – Let's address that a little bit. So the average consumption in a residential place across the country, 893 kilowatt hours a month. Okay. Okay. So would you say that most households have two vehicles? Yeah. Okay. So that's right. We it's have a, it's, three. It's approximately two vehicles per household in the United States. Okay. So if you drive, the average, which is, I'm looking over my notes real close, close or quick here again, is 1,400 miles a month, and your car, basically you're going to use a quarter of a kilowatt hour per mile. So in a household of two cars at 1,400 miles a month, that's 2,800 divided by four. So you're what, 700? 700 kilowatt hours. Okay. Okay. That's my quick math. We're at 893 kilowatt hours per household now. So I'm asking our country, and this is not even including everything else that we're talking about, commercial vehicles, airplanes, buses, everything else, I right? I think
1: I know where you're going with this, and then we're I'm going to add something to that okay. when you're done.
0: So we're, we're basically, when you're a two-EV household vehicle or uh, household, you're going to almost double the amount of electricity you're going to use. And I want to know where this magic fairy dust is going to come from. This is is my concern, and how do we get it out there? I mean, even if we produce it, do we have the transmission lines and everything else to actually move? Twice as much electricity. What? And and are you using less or more electricity right now than you did 10 oh, years ago? Yeah, and then that's
1: Everybody's where, using more. That's where I was going to come back to. You take a look at smart houses. And All of this. Everything that's gone to electronics and electricity and what were you – yes, there's a lot of places that it's been conserved, um, putting on the little – Puck lights or whatever. Well, LED a, a lights
0: have actually yeah. leveled the amount of electricity we use in the last deal. eight years. A great th- deal, more than people understand. It actually leveled it. Was, it was on a, a straight-up spike for electrical uses in this country until the last eight years, and yeah. it leveled out. And it's out. But now flattened. It's, and, and now it's going right back up again because we, the conversion to LED lighting is pretty much done. So.
1: so where I was going with this is infrastructure. Yep. Transmission lines. Um, you... Going back to what I previously said about the uh, administration that maybe not wants to see those fuel prices down because there's a an affront to fossil fuel energy. We've got a whole group of green people who want electric vehicles, but how are you charging them? Right. Because you don't like coal. We're limited on hydro. The sun's always not shining. We don't have the capacity in batteries for when the sun's not shining. Uh, we wind to me is just not viable yet because it can't stand on its own two feet. They don't like nuclear. Why do you charge what's left? Right? What's left? Yeah.
0: So I, I, I don't know. I don't know the answers to. I mean, I have some ideas, I guess, what's possible or what we, we can move to in the future. But. When we're talking about doubling the amount of electricity that households are going to be using. And this is the other thing. You know, we're, we're, we're basing the numbers on what it's going to cost us to drive on numbers we have today. Are you going to tell me that if we have to double production of electricity and we have to double the infrastructure to push it out there that our prices are going to stay the same? No, I I can't I can't no. imagine that in a million years. I mean, you know, even well, in North Dakota it's going to go to, conspiracy you know, 20 theory to 30 again, cents and, and over hour. the
1: flyover states. Right. Conspiracy theory, they don't want people driving. Right. So, public transportation and right. work from home. Okay, we're in a rural state. <laughs> It doesn't work
0: here. We have
1: to drive. Uh, We we have to get to the farm or the ranch to produce food, which that's a different conspiracy theory for another day. Uh, But, yeah, it doesn't work here.
0: It just, the the whole thing, I mean, there has to be, there has to just be so much more work done to make this happen. Fueling imprint. Yeah. And it's probably something that a lot of people don't think about. Now,
1: you take a look at... um, the networks that are trying to be built. So one of the networks is Minneapolis to Medora. They're trying to get that connected across the state for tourism. So you go every so far, and then you get stop and charge your vehicle, And and the pace of travel is going to change. The fueling imprint is going to change. And going from a traditional gas station where you've got a five-minute turnaround time on a vehicle if you don't go in versus the turnaround time on charging an electric vehicle.
0: So I think the the challenge and we, if you're if you're investing in a convenience store type of scenario right now um and you're a little bit landlocked you have challenges in front of you because the amount of space that you have imagine if you have to have 30 or 40 cars charging at a single time because In order to fuel as many cars as what maybe six or eight gas pumps can do right now, right? At the, you know, over a course of 30 or 40 minutes. Yes, you're going to get them in your store longer, but do you have the space to do this? So all of a sudden you're switching over from, you know, gas pumps. Maybe you have two of them and then the rest of them are EV charging stations. Now you're only servicing eight people an hour or eight cars an hour or whatever it looks like right Yeah, that turnaround time goes down dramatically right so what's gonna happen as we move forward so in in your California in the middle of the desert um, he didn't make that out that's actually a city it is yes. it's kind of a ghost town yeah but uh, it's the halfway point between Las Vegas and, and LA and there's a Tesla charging station and I started with just a couple they now have 40 and, and now if you imagine 40 of them sitting there And the gas station used to be a last stop gas place. I remember that. I fueled up there before. They have uh, the the, uh, above ground tanks and the whole bit just a couple years ago. And it was like six bucks or five bucks a gallon. You just stop in to get like two gallons to get you to where you needed to go so that you could pay three bucks a gallon or whatever for fuel, right? It was really one of them last stop places. It is now an 800 degree pizza, sushi, world's largest candy store, all this stuff going on. But. And it's great. I mean, it's great. It's been great for this location to have this going on. The challenge is, or for for them, it's wonderful because they're in the middle of the desert. There's nothing going on there. If you're downtown Bismarck and you have, you know, four gas pumps or eight gas pumps, and now you got to take those out so that you can charge, have somebody charge up. And then there's nothing for these people to do. They're going to wander your store for a half hour in a convenience store. Are you kidding me? Well, that's why this the, is the challenge, right? That's
1: why you're looking at destination places for charging stations, not a traditional convenience store Which gas is my station. point
0: exactly. If you're going to the mall, plug it in while you're there. This is my point exactly. The movie theater business might just explode again because as you're traveling and it's going to take 45 minutes to charge a car and there's a movie you can go watch while you're doing this. Come see Top Gun and uh, charge your vehicle. That's right. And so this is going to really change service stations as we know it. And I don't know if that's good or bad. Um, you well, know, there's,
1: it's convenience stores. Yes. It's that model. It's the convenience store right, model. Because right. the service station part went away a long time ago. That's but true. Now it's the convenience store because it's convenient to go in and grab a, a pop and a snack and a coffee or whatever you need while you're traveling. Right,
0: right. So that's going to change. It's just going to change because most of these places don't have a lot of space. Just saying. But
1: And, and we didn't even touch on the infrastructure stuff. Oh, my goodness. Because, you know, we're... we're Where I see there's maybe an ability is smart grid technology, and we just haven't addressed that. I I think we had an opportunity when the infrastructure in Puerto Rico was wiped clean with a hurricane, and we didn't do that. Uh, But we need to get there because that smart grid technology is the only thing that is going to allow us to have interchangeable pieces of energy, peak load, base load, And get power where it is with our current very shaky grid.
0: So I think um, you know one thing we didn't talk about is wireless electricity, and this which is, is a thing. It is a thing, and Nikolai Tesla. It's it's actually starting to happen a little bit. So maybe I know we're just out of time. For example, your your cell phone. Yes, wireless charging pad. Yes. So it's possible, uh, and I've seen examples of this already where you can, where you can beam electricity. So it's not a wire. They actually, just like your cell phone tower, it's actually beaming electricity out there. So, so maybe the infrastructure thing, isn't going to be as big of an issue as we move forward because they'll actually be able to beam electricity. Now I don't know if we're all going to get cancer when we're 28 now because <laughs> of this. I I don't know the ramifications of that yet. But we're all sitting there in a
1: thunderstorm. Come on, hit my house with lightning, please. <laughs> I need to charge.
0: <laughs> so that, but that model might be changing we'll too. Be putting so. up lightning rods. <laughs> so I think what we'll have to do. We're obviously going to be out of time here. So let's just next week or whenever you what, you're, you're, you're
1: gonna be back here next, I, I'm next week, week. week. So yep. let's, let's just table talk about this him. and yep. we'll expound on this go into some of the infrastructure stuff as well because it's an hour-long program right there yes Absolutely. it is and, yep. and my brain hurts so this you, was you, fun you made, today it though. was but you made me do math so my head hurts <laughs> thank you marlo thank you that was you getting even for the chair right that's right
0: <laughs> thank you for listening to the tech ranch with the guru of geek marlo anderson This has been a Q1 Network production.